Yeah, welcome to American Zero Podcast, talking about movies, music, and all kinds of pop culture. Now, here are two real smooth players, Wes and Murray. Are we going to put out two shows in two weeks? Uh, yeah, only because I may have totally forgot to put out the last episode. Wes <laughs> sent me a text, and I was like, oh, my God, I didn't put it out. It was going to come out late anyway because of the shit going on. But then when you said that, it was like a whole fucking week had passed. Well, well also, one of our uh, few listeners, our, our friend Adam, he usually... Uh, when he listens, he'll usually text me something that he liked or ask a question about who we were talking about or something. And he hadn't done it in a while. And I was like, <laughs> I was thinking to myself, I was like, I haven't got or heard anything from anybody mm-hmm. that does that I know that does listen. Uh, and then I looked and I was like, oh, I wonder if he lost it. Man, you, uh, you know, I've complained to you about my internet sucking out here, but goddamn, like I have internet now. Why like, is it so bad out here? Oh, out, okay. First off, you have like no real carriers out here because we're so far out. So you have no cable, no, no, uh, uh, fiber, none of that stuff. I had decent internet at one point through this company called Quickcom, but the fu- but it uses line of sight dishes. Oh. And the problem we ran into is the fucking neighbors about a half a block up, basically their tree grew so much that it's blocking it, so I can't uh. use it no more. So I had to switch over to this company called CenturyLink, who whose internet feels like fucking dial up to me because it's so fucking slow. So when I went to upload the fucking podcast, like your last, po- your pornos all <laughs> yeah. coming down real slow. When I went to upload the podcast, you've already finished before I even got to the nipples. Shit. I, if it even played, <laughs> I, uh, when I went uploading the podcast, dude, I had to, you know, ju- it turns me on blank screens. That's <laughs> what you got. That's what you got used to. I just now. had to use my imagination. Yeah. Uh, Probably five times, and it's like how many times I had to do it before it finally uploaded. A fucking MP3 to fucking upload it for the podcast took forever. It was about to the point where I was like, I'm just gonna take it to work and upload it at work. I mean, oh, it's really? that fucking yeah. bad. It sucked. I was like fucking mad. I had to make sure everything else in the that house is. That was is off. Going, that's going back in time, taking yeah. stuff to use on your work internet. Oh yeah, it's it was so bad that every I I had to make sure nothing was using the fucking internet at that moment, and then then finally it uploaded. But it took like 45 minutes. To, to fucking upload something that on my old internet would have took like a couple minutes at max and even that slow for the size of the file. So you can use your work internet without a problem? I mean, to do personal things like that? Probably not supposed to. Uh, but you, I mean, you can. He, my boss wouldn't care. I'm just uploading an MP3 they, as long as I'm not doing it during work. The post office, they are sticklers. Like you have to to use, I think, the actual like internet. You have to like type in a password and all kinds of stuff. Because I was trying to get somebody to print me off some uh, some brackets for a bracket pool and they're like, we can't do it. And I was like, you can't just like go to Yahoo real quick and print it off. They're like, no, we have to like type in our password and all that. And then if, if we did do that, you know, it's it's basically leaving a paper trail kind of because he said that well it's so it. weird that, well the internet's like our, at our thing like nobody really tracks whatever and all that stuff like you know every once in a while my boss might be like you have to make sure hey don't you know stop go, like fucking around on the internet but he doesn't check that kind of stuff he just yeah. knows people have been fucking around but uh i know some things are blocked and uh, for the most part for security purposes because of what what we do but uh, I know for a while there, like, everybody had, like, social media stuff all blocked and all that shit. And I laughed because I still had access to all of it. And that's when I found out, like, certain people were allowed to still have access to just everything. Oh. And part of it was because... You for, made the cut. For, well, because for me being the inventory guy, some of their blocks that they were doing were completely blocking websites that I absolutely had to use to order oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And so, like, when they did that, it took everything else down. But I don't fucking sit at work and get on Facebook. If I did, I would be on my phone anyway. I'm like, why the fuck do I want to do it on here? Uh, yeah, on a, on a desktop. Yeah. Um, so, but anyways, so we're here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, fun internet talk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good stuff to start the show. So, what I wanted Wes to start off with is he 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 gave me a question a few days, that shit, a few weeks ago, uh, that... I just, my mind went crazy with the possibilities of, like, what could happen in this situation. So why don't you go ahead with your... Well, I, I saw this on TikTok, and uh, it was asked to, uh, it was it was one of the questions asked to, like, a basketball player, and one of them was, how many 12-year-olds do you think it would take to kill you? And I've been asking a lot of my friends, and, and, and it, the, the, the answers have varied quite a bit, and I was thinking about me, and I was like, I gotta think about, you know... No, no weapons. There's no weapons. It's just physical strength. And I was like, I don't know how long it would take me to fight them off. I'd probably guess like three or four for me, just because I'm a smaller guy. I, I, th- I, for me, like what went through my head is, is like, 
so many things. There has to be like factors. Like, are we talking like those kids who are for some reason grown men by the time they're twelve? Well, or I'm, are we talking like normal, like the, average, your average twelve year old kid? Well, because I say because if you talk about the twelve year olds I got going on in my house, ah, uh, fuck ten. Because I'd have to whip. I, they're so tiny and nothing that I feel like I'd be able to just fucking pick them up like I'm the Hulk. See, I think I I would see. I was gonna go higher for you. I was gonna go like maybe twenty. Because you mean you could just really before you start tiring out, you could lay out like half of them. And it just uh, and it also just depends on like. I mean, if you're fighting for your life, I mean, there's a lot of. Th- I mean, they're twelve. I mean, I got grown man knowledge i'm gonna be poking eyes and and I, I used an example and i said murray's got that gorilla strength that uh like a like if a if a car was on top of his kid he, the <laughs> adrenaline would just he just flip it out into the street uh, i'm 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 i think it's going away as i get older that's why i'm like when's no this, when's you, that old man strength no kick that, in? that old man strength is hidden dude that's that's <laughs> that's, that's that's one thing you'll never understand because like there's there was guys older in my life and those guys looked weak as shit. And, and, uh, I thought, you know, I can take this old man, you know, wrestling around. And then that dude would put his vice grip fucking hands on me and mm-hmm. it was over. Uh, that's the one thing I don't have is vice grip. My fucking carpal tunnel hands. You can't fucking handle that. <laughs> but my big fucking, my big, big fucking meat fingers fucking put, shatter <laughs> your face. That's why I was like, you ever hear Louis CK's joke about when his daughter had a black eye? And, like, he was mad because people were looking at him like, you asshole. Like, he did it. And he was like, are you kidding me? I would fucking decimate her if I fucking tried to punch her. <laughs> people do that shit, man. My daughter had a black eye for fucking, like, years ago. And we were... I was just said for black for, I was just said for years. years. Yeah. I was almost said years ago. And we were walking through Dollar General to give you an idea how old that fucking was. That's, like, oh, damn near 20 years ago. And we're walking through this. And people are just looking at me like I'm an asshole. And I'm like, I didn't do this. But that's what went through my Wait, head. Wait, you mean Family Dollar? Uh, no, do, not Dollar General. Yeah, Family Dollar. Like, Excuse do, me, like, my dollar, fault. There's Dollar General. Yeah, there's one there's right like, around the corner. Right around yeah. down the street Yeah, I meant Family Dollar. My fault, yo. I thought maybe it was um, just, just against them But that, that, that's the thing. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this. I'm like, I would crush her if I punched her. I'm like, who? And then, but whatever. I mean, I uh, where I was, I was in North Topeka. So, you know, Black-eyed kids are probably a dime a dozen up there with all them meth heads. I was just thinking about because I started to think about the twelve-year-olds that I know, and there's a and there's a few of our friends that have kids that age. And I was thinking, I was like, how many of those would it take for them to kick my ass? And I I, I would go twenty might be a good number with my fucking for you. I, I would I would go no less than three, no more than five. Uh, five, five of them might be able to take me out. Thing is, though, man, like if I think back to like twelve-year-old me and and like somebody having to fight me, as like I think the problem you run into, it might not necessarily be like if you had like ten of of me's. You gotta understand, my go-to might have been to bite the shit out of you and shit like that. So you might yeah. have been like, "Oh shit," you know. That's what I mean. Like no weapons, but yeah, biting you, <laughs> or scratching at you, and stuff. You know. It just depends on how they get you. All it takes is one false move. But they're you're just done. average twelve-year-olds. They're not trained in anything. You know what I mean? I'm just thinking about back to when I was a kid and like I got into a fight with uh with uh one of my step uh was it my stepbrother's kid? Yeah, it was my stepbrother's kid and I fuck my instant go-to was uh, like he was stronger than me, so I just bit the shit out of his leg. Then I got my ass whipped. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> I that's funny you mentioned Rightfully that. Rightfully so. One of our friends asked me last weekend if I'd ever been in a fight and and I was like like a real fight or like a fight that's just like pushing and shoving and broken up because I've been in a few of those but she's like she was like a real fight and I was like the only one I can ever remember was like in fourth grade and there was this kid named Justin who was he was a he was a shorter kid like me and he had it out for me for some reason I don't know if he wanted to be like the top short kid in school or whatever uh-huh. and I never forget I was standing in line recess you know when you'd go out to recess and they the bell would ring and you'd all you'd get back in line with your class before they take yeah. you in. I was standing in line, and and our line was up against the wall of the school. And he just came out of nowhere and just started punching me in my stomach. And so I started fighting him back. But I, what I told her, what I thought was funny, was like in my mind, it seemed like a roadhouse fight, but it was really like mm-hmm. two third graders. <laughs> Man, I think back to- like, you'd be like, the teachers were probably rolling their eyes, like, "Oh, get these guys Dude, off." I feel like when I was a kid, I, man, I, what a fucking bitch, and I don't understand why. <laughs> Like, cause like I got into so many fucking like, like actual fights with like family members and stuff. Cause like, like cousins. And yeah. Things? And yeah. like fucking my sister's nephews. Like we got into like, and I mean full on fucking like trying to hurt each other type fights. But then, you know, I'd go to school, school and they just bully me around. And like, I, for some reason was like, no, 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 you know, cry, let them do it. Whatever. You fight your family back, but yeah. not the guys and who I'm your family. And I'm always like, what the fuck, man? Because I like. I like I think back like especially all the anger and rage I had 
from them doing that kind of shit, I'm like, why didn't you just one day just when somebody punched like well, I remember one kid specifically, I just vividly remember him punching me in the nuts. And I just stood there and part of it <laughs> part of it was because he did it right like next to a teacher. And I remember thinking I don't want to do anything. Did he punch down or did he like lean down and give uh, you a okay, straight we were, jab? No, we were no, 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 we were lined up against the wall, so he had to like kind of turn and lean over and with his right hand oh, swing across and yeah. do it. And my whole thing was like, I remember thinking, I don't, I don't want to get in trouble because the teacher didn't see it, but I know if I hit back, and I'm sitting there thinking like, you know, now if somebody did that, my natural reaction would probably be to punch him right in his face. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I wish I could go back in time and just tell myself, I promise you. It, you're not going to get in trouble. Kill that dude. You know, okay. just kick his ass. That's, that's what's going to happen too. You're going to go back in time and <laughs> like Murray, where are you going? We're, we're trying to stop the apocalypse. You're like, I got one thing I got to <laughs> do. Tell my nine year old self to punch that kid in the face. My luck, I'll come back. I'm in prison. <laughs> yeah. And the next like, thing you know, where's he at? You got teardrop tattoos. Yeah. You're in San Quentin. Yeah. Remember when you were in fucking eighth eighth grade and the kid punched you in the nuts? You killed him. <laughs> you're part. Of, yeah. You're part of Loonda now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm fucking Miklo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you still got your legs. Yeah. I, dude, like, I just think about, like, going back there and, like, getting bullied and all this other stuff. And what blows my mind is, like, some of these people I've ran into, you know, and I'm like, you know, I'm cool. You know, like, hey, how's it going? All that kind sure. of stuff. But what cracks me up is some of these people that, like, my daughter has, like, ran into as, like, the, through school and stuff you like that. You don't ever see him in, like, that Kill Bill alarm goes off, that boing. Oh, it does. <laughs> I ran into <laughs> one at Dylan's not too long ago. And in my head, it was like, the, it, like I saw you just him. start seeing red. I looked over and it was like, <laughs> and I just looked at my kids. I go, it's time to go. Yeah. Because I was like, I, like I, even as a grown-ass man, it's like I had this, like, something happens inside me where I'm like, now, fuck you. You were an asshole. And I think I would have been able to get over some of that stuff, like moving on through time, if I hadn't ran into them years after it. And they were instantly assholes to me. All I keep thinking about is you come home and your kids look out in the backyard and see your silhouette in the sunset doing karate uh -huh. moves, training. Yep, I'm wearing I'm wearing a <laughs> woman's yellow tracksuit. <laughs> And it's, it's and not it's, even Bruce yeah, Lee's. They're, it's, like, it's, and they're, like, they're, they're like, you know you could have got that in men's. You're like, nah, nah, I like, uh, the, I like the women's. Yeah. Yeah, like I like dude, it just it, like it just I don't know, man. It's like a part of my life that like I like I don't sit around thinking about it all the time and all that, but like blew my mind that like instant and like I don't want to talk to that person ever. And like I said, had they not been an asshole to me like 5 years after getting out of middle school, I think I'd have been fine, but we're pretty much adults at that fucking point and they were still assholes, so I'm like, fuck you. But then my daughter ends up running into one of them through school and all this other stuff, and they talk to my daughter like we were best buds when we were in seventh yeah. grade. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's always a weird thing to me, is when they when they remember that wrong, when the guy who was the guy who was tormented by you and that guy goes, Oh yeah, I remember him, man. We were we were pretty cool. And it's like, what? Yeah. All you did was give me swirlies and wedgies yeah. all the time. Luckily I never like I like I said I got punched in the nuts that time, but for the most part, none of that kind of stuff ever happened. But the fear was there. But you also gotta understand, when I was growing up, like I wasn't big. I mean, not that I'm monstrous or something now. I, I'm just saying like I was always smaller than everybody else, and that didn't help. And as we got older, like seventh, eighth grade year, all these motherfuckers started going through puberty and I never got there. And it wasn't until high school. I was scared out of my mind getting ready to go to high school because I'm like, motherfucker hit puberty before you get to high school because this shit's going to suck. I swear to God, the biggest myth in high school was, and I don't know about whoever's listening to this, but this high school we went to, and nobody ever took showers after gym oh, class. I, uh, that, did we ever talk about this on the show? I don't know, but nobody ever did. And everybody, everybody who were freshmen were scared to go because they seen, they've seen all the movies, including myself. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? I was like, I don't want to get naked with a bunch of guys. You go in there. None of the seniors were doing it. Anybody. <laughs> guys would just grab a towel, put on the shirt, and put on deodorant and go to class. Well, do I have a fucking story for you? I can only how imagine. how ridiculous things were. So eighth grade year. All these fucks that I went to school with are going through puberty. You went to the Lady of Guadalupe, right? Yes. The, the Catholic... Uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe. Our Lady, Catholic I'm sorry. private school. Okay, yes. yeah. And so, that, was for, that was what, K through 8? K th fucking pre-K through 8. Oh, you went to preschool so, there and too? So with like probably about nine core kids like that went all the way through with me. So oh. you would think we'd be best buds by the time we fucking get out with the camaraderie and all that. Nope. Fucking assholes. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> 
uh, you know, like, like I said, I, I like as an adult now, I see him. I'm cool. I'm like, hey, what's going on? How you doing? Yeah, how you been? All that kind of stuff. You know, I'm, I mean, we're fucking adults. Act like a, you know, act like an adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eighth grade year, and then that guy gave you a wedgie right <laughs> yeah, in the middle, yeah. right in front of and your then he kids. Said, Can't and stand you, yeah. like on Seinfeld. And he slapped you in the nuts and went yeah. ha and ran off. Uh, so, um, eighth grade year, they're all hitting puberty. I'm not for some reason, and this is bizarre to me still to this day. They all decided to prove that they're going through puberty by cutting off a piece of their like pubic hair. That's weird. No, I agree. And that was my argument. I was like, I'm not doing that shit. It's weird. Well, I couldn't do the shit because I hadn't hit puberty yet. And they're all doing it. And I'm like, but my argument, my defense was just to <laughs> act like. You, I, was thinking, I was thinking when no one's looking, you like cut off your bangs. Yeah, I and thought about it. There's like a big, just giant square in the middle of your bang. Yeah, You're I like, thought about it. I got it. pubes too. So they, that's what they all did. And they all thought they were cool. And that was seventh grade year. And uh, now that I think about it, because I remember the eighth graders were still there. And they and they told the eighth graders they did it. And they started asking me, how come you won't do it? And I said, because I think it's fucking weird. And all the eighth graders were like, it is kind of weird. But anyways, so they did all that shit seventh grade year. And I hadn't hit puberty. Well, eighth grade year came along. I still hadn't hit puberty. And they're still making fun of me for not fucking doing that a whole year later. So going into high school, I thought we had to fucking shower. And like where I talk about like, man... Kids don't realize how big of assholes they are. They don't realize that I spent almost my entirety of that summer thinking about killing myself before I go to high school because I didn't want to have to go there and hadn't hit puberty and all of a sudden I'm fucking getting made fun of and they're going to bully me and it's going to be the same thing all over again. I know it sounds ridiculous, but that's what's going through my little kid brain. And like they don't realize that's the, that's where they and push then, and me. Then, and then you get to high school and everybody's like, I ain't taking a shower. Yeah, and I was that. like, oh, thank God. And the coaches aren't weren't all like that either. You know what I mean? Also, oh. if I'm also looking back at it, I heard something interesting the other day. Or actually it was this morning. I was listening to the uh, – Rewatchables, uh, remember the Titans podcast, and they were talking about the the coaches, and they were they were talking about how like when we were in school, when you were in middle school, high school, whatever, and those coaches that were your coaches, they were probably a little younger than us now. They were like in yeah. their mid thirties, and and he was like, and and I was like, and then you think about when you're your mid thirties. Like you, you're fuck so full of shit talking to these kids about how to be like stoic and you know and you know grind through the pain and all this shit about yeah. how full of shit yeah. coaches were like that like that. And I was what? like, that's that's pretty true. We got a buddy of ours who's a coach, and I wouldn't say he's he's full of shit, but but you know, but like, but I hang out with him quite a bit. Yeah, but the thing <laughs> he, is, I think he's about not someone that I would be like, I ride with this guy, I ride with this coach. I I I think about all the gym coaches we had when we were in fucking high school, and I just think they were a bunch of fucking meatheads who could never stop being meatheads like most of them like they were all like like they all just seemed like but it's a weird but it would be like looking back on it now like let's say i was a gym teacher at slash coach and i would feel weird if i was forcing young boys to shower to shower <laughs> i would just be like go to class stinky but that's I don't the care. thing but that's the thing i wonder about like i wonder if like a lot of the guys who were gym uh, teachers when, especially in today's society when we were in high school like, i ain't telling the kids to do nothing i wonder if those dudes had the shower and like they as they grew up they were like i don't want to make other motherfuckers do this shit because they probably hated it too yeah i don't know I, I that's i'm sorry i'm just i can't do it like but uh, it always cracks me up though, like you know when you watch movies and like motherfuckers go and shower and stuff. Like I was, there's a guy I watch on YouTube who was a, a former prisoner, and uh, this dude talks about he goes ah he was and uh, I think Blood in Blood Out is one of the shower scenes he did, and he was like it's bullshit the way they do it because he was explaining like some of the stuff in it because he did that and then he did um uh American History X and one of the things he brought up he said in the three prisons he was in he was like everybody and he goes everybody wears their shorts when they go into into in, in there. And they take their showers in their in these like in their like boxer type shorts. Oh yeah. Have. He goes, we don't take all that stuff off. And, and his whole thing was is like I it, it, like he says he goes, I don't know if that started because of the don't drop the soap kind of stuff. He's like, but he goes, but no, none of us want to be in there naked with all these other dudes either. <laughs> and um, and I don't know if it's like that everywhere, you know. But he said the places he went, that's how it was. I like my mom told me that when she was in school, like she refused to shower. And my mom's reasoning was because her gym teacher uh, was just like she didn't like it because she was already uncomfortable with it. But I, my mom never says this, but I think part of the reason is that her gym teacher was uh, a lesbian and 
that also made my mom uncomfortable because she thought it was weird that this teacher was so adamant that they all shower. Yeah, that's strange. And that's uh, when you should back off. Even like you know, just you know, you, especially when you know when your sexual orientation is what it yeah. is. It's like think well, I about, wouldn't think want about yourself. Me. Yeah, yeah, you know, to be like, hey, no, 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 I don't. And in fact, I tell them not to shower. I tell them to go to class stinking. You, you know, you know, uh, like uh. When I was when we were in high school and I first, you know, I think it was my freshman or sophomore year, you know, I, I always went out for basketball because I loved basketball, even though I wasn't very good at it. And uh, and uh, the our our uh, P teacher slash wrestling coach for high school was Mr. Lincoln. And he was always trying to recruit me. And he was like, I don't know, because, you know, I was a little guy and they always want little guys to wrestle. You know, I, that was just a thing. And, in uh, high school? Yeah. Was Lincoln that little short, skinny dude? No, that, they're thinking of Mr. Maysberger. No, no, no. No, oh, I'm okay. not thinking of Maysberger. This guy, uh, no, there wasn't Maysberger. Well, I don't know. Lincoln was like, he looked like he looked like the epitome of like a gym teacher coach. Like, like he mm-hmm. had the mustache and kind of the brown buzz cut hair. And, uh, well, anyway, he was a wrestling coach. He's always trying to get me to go out, but I, I didn't mm-hmm. want to do it. And, uh, and he just kept bothering me and bothering me about it. And then he was starting to get kind of rude. Like, I don't know why you're going out for basketball. You're not going to, you're not going to make the team and all this stuff. And I was like, okay. And, and that was my freshman year and I did, but, and then, but he kept bothering me about it. And so then he was getting kind of rude. So then one day in the locker room, I just yelled out stinking Lincoln. <laughs> and he, and he got so mad at me and he was like, Roush, get in here. And he goes, I'll never forget this. He goes, I should write you up for that. And I go, I know. I'm sorry, man. And he goes, he goes, he goes, you don't know me like that. You're not my friend. You can't call me stinking Lincoln. And I go, your friends call you stinking Lincoln. <laughs> and he was like, all right, now you're wrote up. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never forget it. <laughs> that's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's. It's it's always uh, nice when you want to. This is why this is my mom, man. I love my mom to death, but sometimes I. That's what I wonder if my mom should not let me uh, watch so much comedy and rated R mm-hmm. movies as a kid. You know what I mean? And stay up with her, and watch Saturday Night Live every weekend, because because that's the kind of shit I was, man. It just turned me into a smartass. I, see, I never had any moments like that. Like my best, like owning a teacher moment ever, like when we were in high school, is when I had Miss Ramsey with uh, Kingsley, our our friend John, for a uh, um, s- seminar. And John started talking to me, and she just out of the blue just yells, John and John, I have told you time and time again to quit talking. And I looked around and saw that everyone was talking. And I instantaneously looked at her and just started yelling, why the fuck are you yelling at us when everybody else in this goddamn room is talking? And she just sat there and looked at me, and she just goes, just be quiet. (laughs) And just looked down, and I was like, and I looked at Kingsley, and I was like, "Oh my god!" He just got away with murder. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. "Oh my god! I'm gonna go to I'm gonna be in so much trouble." I'm surprised you weren't sleeping. Every class I had with it, you fucking slept it. Now that was the class that I was like, I was actually uh, I, when I was in seminar, they all thought I was weird because I was reading the Bible. <laughs> so that is fucking weird. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know. What are you sixteen? No, I'm just gonna I, read the Bible. Yeah, no, no. I was what I was actually doing was making comparisons to. I was actually reading. The, People were nervous around you. I was reading. They had to be. You're wearing Marilyn Manson. <laughs> shirts and doing weird shit like but reading the reading, Bible but, yeah, but they thought I was religious and I was like nah man I just read this book about Nostradamus so I'm looking at shit in the Bible that he talked about that was it yeah that was it I was just into that fucking weird shit mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't walking around like one of the dudes we went to school with and pretending I worshipped the devil for some reason though everyone assumed I did who was that uh, uh, it, can you say can you say his name on the show he, or he, not we went to high school with him and he was in our bowling league began with a B and a B is initials. Oh, I don't know. I can't do the math right now. All I knew is there was that one dude that acted like he was a vampire. What was? Oh, that, that was Modesto. Modesto. Was that even his real name? Yeah, I think so. I think that was his real name. But wasn't he? Was he like Prince though? I, I don't remember having a last name. Was he? Was he just Modesto? Uh, I, like, no, I think his name was like Modesto something. I don't remember. I remember it's one probably of the, something lame like Johnson. Oh, uh, one of the dudes that uh, we went to high school with. Uh, Went and asked his parents, like, what the hell is going on with your son? And his dad looked right at him, and he goes, I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> that's what, We were just all cracking Absentee up. Absentee parents, man. Yeah, because that's the deep- I don't know. I probably would be, too. I was like, I don't know, man. He just started wearing fake vampire teeth and wearing Oh, I things. asked him where he got. I never knew there was a thing. I was like, look, could- man, I just work nine to five. I just want to come home and eat a hungry man. I'm I never of, knew. I'm sick of messing with my weird son. <laughs> I never knew there were caps that you could get that would make you look like you had fangs. Yeah. So I asked him, where'd you get those? Because I thought, where the hell do you get that kind of stuff? This motherfucker says, well, I was walking to school 
and I decided to dig up somebody's grave, and I'm like, ah, um, get, and like the first thing I thought here, in my Modesto. head, is, and the first thing I thought in my head is, first off, what a stupid fucking story. But I'm like, okay, let's use some logic here. You were able to dig up someone's grave, and they just happened to have vampire teeth. Yeah, and, yeah, first of all. And they just snap onto your teeth. Yeah. I'm like, what? That's the guy, when you ask him how old he was, he was thousands of years old. Uh, yeah. God, was it, was it, uh, was, I think it was Powers that we had, because we asked, or I can't remember if it was Powers or Miss Wheeler that we asked about. And she's like, oh, I love Modesto. I'm like, why? He's a fucking nut. I swear to God, this is why I wish I had the sense of humor I have now that I had back then. <laughs> oh, man. Because I, I, so awesome. I would have played along with them so much. I'd be yeah. like, so, in, that, in this thousand years, like, what all have you done? Like, have you traveled the world? Do you have a lot of money? Do you have mm-hmm. d- different, you know, money from different countries? You know, what's the, what's the trade-in value? What's going on, Modesto? <laughs> Tell me, you know, I, have a lot, I would have a lot of, like, specific questions <laughs> for him, you know? <laughs> I yeah that, that do I mean, fangs get cavities? I, I just wonder if there's other p- kids like this in other high schools, you know, that were doing weird shit like yeah. that. Oh God, I man, I just remember like, or or uh, like if I I wish teachers would have fucked with them, be like you know be, be, you know like you're talking about fucking Genghis Khan, and you're like, but you don't take my word for it. Let's ask Modesto. Just <laughs> <laughs> you were around when Genghis yeah, Khan yeah. was killing oh, people. Oh my God, how asshole would that be? You'd be like, you were there, weren't you? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yep. oh! You were on the other side of Pangaea. Oh, sorry, <laughs> if I could forget. <laughs> like you know, think about that, it. That's probably millions, I did see your name. Years ago. Well, yeah. I'm like as I, as I was thinking about it, I did see your name on the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you did. So- oh, and you signed it in blood with one of your fangs. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Fucking dipshit. <laughs> Kids in high school are so fucking weird, man. No, uh, yeah, I, I, that, dude, I don't understand. Like, I. Why at our high school there was like this one area that all the fucking mutants hung out at, the and they mutants. all fuck the mutants. They all fucking just hung out together, and all of them hung out down by that like that far, uh, like clear down by like where all the English classes were on your way to like science and all that, where the steps were right there by the entryway. They all hung out right there, and I don't know if that's where all like the fucking LD classes were or what, but that's where they all fucking were. And when I say mutants, I mean people who were like abnormally shaped, look weird looking, talked weird, like, and all of them, like all the women had like the same haircut, and they all had that weird. Oh, hair. see, you're so you're calling them the mutants. They, I was thinking about the other. Oh no, oh, that, you, no, no, other, no, 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 that's the muties. Oh, okay, and, and I'm saying like they all had the same hair where it looked like they'd never combed it, so it's turning into a big loaf on their head. I mean, that's the way all these people looked, and that's why I called them mutants because they were all just fucking weirdos. And I thought, why are they all hanging out together? Why did they all just? Just all in the same place. I just thought it was bizarre. What Wes is talking about is how there were these like groups that called themselves names or whatever, and one of them called themselves the Muties, and they all named themselves after each each one of them named themselves after an X Men character, and they were all like like basically like height like uber nerds before like that was cool. Like to be honest, I mean that's cool now for like some people to be like that kind of weird shit. Sure, sure. But like then it wasn't. Like somebody at called all. the A V club or something like that. Yeah. But you know, it, and that all goes with because, you know, we had a group called the VRDs. I'm sure we've talked about on the show before, the very radical dudes, which which like you were a true member. I always call myself VRD adjacent. I was a member, but I was never one of the people walking around going VRD and all this. I just didn't care. I was uh, like, like oh, eh. but like not, like Nate and Steve and Yeah, they were all hype on it. And I was like, who cares? But but it but it, but it was funny, but and at the same time we were just having fun. Yeah, everybody's fun having fun and it, being the very radical dudes is pretty tongue in cheek. You know what I mean? It was it was us just kind of going out of our way to make people laugh and have a good time. But then for some reason, people were starting rival little rival groups against us and the muties were one, but the best was a group of soccer players GRs. who called themselves GRs and then we're like, "What's GRs stand for?" And they say gang rape. And I go, "So you want to start a competing group against us?" And your name is Gang Rape. Where is the fun in that? <laughs> I think the most ridiculous, though. That's, that's where, that is where high school kids are just but the most We were all stupid, but that's where it gets really stupid. But where I, no, I disagree. I think that's that's up there. But where it gets even more stupid is, is when one of them writes a fucking article in the newspaper 
uh, about how the VRDs are overrated and how a secret group, the Muties, are gaining popularity <laughs> in the ranks. And I was like, no, nah, I don't think anybody cares. Like, uh, nobody gave a shit. We were all so stupid back then. Uh, we were all fucking dumb. <laughs> but the thing is, we knew it was dumb. It's like they didn't. It's like they didn't realize, no, this is all fucking dumb. We're just having a good time and having fun. And they're all like, no, fuck this. We're going to start. I mean, we're going to start a real fucking group and we're going to be serious about it. It's like, motherfuckers, this ain't the Warriors. We're, we're, it's not fucking real. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, meet us out back with a baseball yeah. bat. Um, fucking baseball furies show yeah. up. A bunch of dudes in overalls and rollerblades all come out. Guys or skates, I mean. Swinging fucking chains at us. Yeah. And all we got is our sense of humor. And then fucking our, our principal gets on the fucking microphone. He's all right, boppers. Let's get yeah. out there and show everybody what you got. A school chain, <laughs> Listen. Fucking our principal shows up on the roof with an eye patch. Yeah. He's like, listen to me. Wasn't no meeting if the orphans weren't there. Can you dig it? <laughs> I'm like this fucking this fucking high school gang shit got out of hand. We were just having fun. Yeah, thing is, there were real gangs in our high school. You notice freshman year? Like, I noticed freshman year, there seemed to be like the dudes all wearing their rags hanging off their pants, and like they were really flashing their gang shit. And then, like, I felt like sophomore year, all those dudes were gone because I mean, let's be real, saw that coming. And uh, and then as we like got further and further into school. Again, saw that coming. They just all dropped off and were no longer in yeah, school. Yeah, I, I think I think when um, I can't remember what the actual numbers were, but it uh, from who came in in our freshman it class was huge. to who graduated. I want to say it went from like we had like ninety some kids when we graduated. I thought it was was it that many? So maybe it was three hundred to ninety or something. Yeah, yeah we yeah. were like one of the largest freshman classes ever, yeah. and then we graduated with like a third of what we started with. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous, and I, I like just. <laughs> like and I'm not surprised at all. But you know, that was one of the things like I always wondered about like, you well, know, I was in a way I was kind of glad those gang members uh left, not because of safety, but more like they were disruptive. Well, Everything. no, was, no, it was oh, it was for every class I had. It was like, no, oh my, my reasoning was for it is like, okay, now you're being a gang member because gang members don't go to school. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, what are you're a gang member and you're still going to class. Keep it real. What are you gonna be? You can't be a doctor and a blood. Oh, uh, it was bad in every <laughs> class I had, man. A doctor and a blood. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, look, man, I ain't, I ain't operate on no crips. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. I don't give a fuck what oath I took. Oh my god! Some of the like stuff. Like I remember sitting next to a dude, and outside uh, the security guard went up to confront somebody who was doing something. And he wasn't a student; he was like some older guy, like maybe maybe it, it, but not not old old. I mean, like maybe eighteen, nineteen. Didn't go to Highland Park, and he's out there, and like it was Merle Keeley, and he goes out there, and he's talking to the guy. And the guy makes this weird hand gesture, like a like go away kind of thing. And the dude I'm sitting next to goes oh man is that dude evl and i'm like who the fuck cares i'm like who gives a shit when we were younger people were really obsessed with gangs and who was in gangs no and yeah like an evl uh, which by the way i'd like to point out to give you an idea of how blood in blood out was fucking ruling the mexican world the east side vatos locos is what that stood for and it was like oh fuck off with this shit <laughs> I mean, like, I thought, man, I'm telling, like... Hope they didn't run to Trace Putos like spider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the boogeyman. Hey, where old you get that placa? <laughs> <laughs> Give me some choncho. Oh, this? I got this next to the bathroom by C building. <laughs> yeah. Is that cool or what? what I, what's so stupid to me about, like, the idea... Like, here, here's the thing. You can understand, like... Is there somebody out there in this world who's like, oh man, no, gangs were fucking crazy when I went to high school. I'm like, I yeah, I agree. Where you where you probably were, gangs might be crazy and rule the roost. For the most part, where I came from, I thought it was a fucking joke because none of them ever did anything. And if they did, it was all within their little circle of people and never affected anybody else. It wasn't like they were shooting up the streets left and right and drugs were getting sold out on the corner. On I, the right, would, on I would the argue that's a good gang. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're like these gangs suck. Where's all the real violence? Yeah, I, and that's and but my whole thing is, is I think like, police officers would beg to differ. Be, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was it They're was like, there. The cops are like Murray. Don't stir up the hornet's nest. I'm now. simply saying that the majority of gang life in it when I was growing up seemed more like these motherfuckers watched a little too much TV, and it was oh, nothing. Yeah, everybody, like, everybody watched too much TV. God, that's one thing I don't miss about high school. Everybody trying to be hard and fucking be tougher than everybody I, else. I'll never forget Mr. Keeling, our security guard. Uh, I was. 
I was down in A building and I was sitting next to a, I was sitting next to and I was trying to talk to a, remember Laura Lopez? Oh yeah. And it was way out of my league, but she was always nice to me. So I sat down and was just trying to talk, even though she barely spoke any English. And uh, I had a Rough Rider CD in my hand. And I don't know if it was like a Junior Mafia or something else. And this is back when you'd go and get every CD that came out every Tuesday, no matter what it was, hip hop wise, right? You just you just get them. You know, you had like the biggest CD book in the history one of, of mankind. One of my favorite memories ever in high school, man. I was in acting class, and you walked by, and you went up, oh, and you fucking flashed the mystical and Busta Rhyme albums you just got, and I was like, I fucking hate you because I didn't have time. I to don't go even get remember them. that really. Yeah, you yeah. just you saw me, and you backed up, and you just went and like like I were, would go, I would leave school and go out to Best Buy, like they were fucking playing cards. Yeah. You fucking flashed them, and I was like, oh. I haven't been out there yet. I don't even remember that. Oh, no, I do because really? we were so fucking hyped for those albums. Yeah. It was fucking, uh, I, was, I don't know if it was Extinction Level event, but the other one was unpredictable, I believe. And we were, yeah, all- that was that was probably Extinction Level because they came out around the same time. We were so fucking hyped for that shit. But I was sitting there and I was talking to her, and one of those kids came out of those DL classes. It was one of those badass kids and ran by and just snatched him right out of my hand. And I was like, what the fuck? I mean, he was like the flash. Mm-hmm. He just took off. He ran up the steps. I couldn't catch him. So the security office was right there. So I talked to Mr. Keeling and he's like, you know him, he was a big, he's a bigger black guy. And he's like, God damn it. Hold on. Y'all got out of his chair, you know? And he's like, ah, let me get him back for you. Cause you know, he probably had a relationship with all these bad kids. He goes up there and I wait around for about five, 10 minutes. He comes back down and goes, I got you back this Junior Mafia, but that Rough Rider's a hot ticket. You ain't gonna get that one back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you serious? He's like, they, they probably, he probably gave it to a buddy, and they gave it to another buddy. I'm sorry, man, it's gone. And wow. I was like, God damn it. Mm. It's only 15 bucks, you know, but still. Which was nothing back then. Yeah, and, I know shit. Now it's, yeah. Uh, well, oh, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait I, I should say, it, it, it's nothing now, because $15 is like, it's worth nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I knew like listen to CDs anymore. But uh, yeah, but yeah, man, I used to go out there at Best Buy. Every no, I'm Tuesday. saying fifteen dollars is like nothing money wise. Like, what's that going to buy you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, man, that that was it back in two the day. and a half gallons. That of was gas. it back in the high school, man. Like we were all into alternative music and and hip hop, and you just you'd work your high school job and go and spend it on CDs. Oh, my entire paycheck went to music. Uh, my entire paycheck and. Uh, then you know. Then what I couldn't afford, I took. <laughs> it's gonna sound crazy, but like I know you, you, you still love music, and I mean, you're back. You're doing your, you know, DJ thing as a hobby and listening to all kinds of stuff. And I feel like I don't, I don't hardly listen to any music anymore. Like I, I listen to music when I go and hang out with our friends on the weekends. You know, we shoot pool in the basement and put a mix on and stuff. But like. All I do is listen to podcasts all day at work. I don't hardly listen to any new music or anything. I don't listen to a whole lot of new music. I actually like. I, feel like it, I don't even love music anymore. There, which guy, is weird to say. I, I don't love it anywhere near what I did. But what I do, what I am enjoying, is that there is there's a guy I watch on YouTube who's like our our age and uh, really hardcore in the rock music and stuff. Well, he's into music as a whole. He's also like one of the best critics I've ever seen in terms of like not being an asshole about stuff when he doesn't like it. He like it. He'll he'll flat out admit these guys are awesome musicians, but he's like, I think the music's just bad. What they're making, you know, that kind of stuff. Like he explains, like I just don't like it. It's not for me. But he's like, but they're good at this. They're good at what they do. Like when he was talking about Nickelback, he goes, they're all top tier musicians. He goes, but they just don't make shit that's for me. And uh, but one of the things that I noticed because of watching his stuff and all that, I've really got back into some of the older stuff. Like I've started diving back more. Like I've lately been listening to Corn a lot more and stuff like that. But uh, speaking of Corn, when I go on my morning walks. Every fucking day, I walk down this sidewalk, and you can tell when someone first laid it, some dipshit with his finger wrote fucking corn in there <laughs> with the backwards R and everything. I see it every fucking morning, and I fucking I, – all I think is myself is, God, remember people used to do that stupid shit. Oh, uh, man. I'd be like, it cracks me up watching it because he goes through like the history of the bands or all this other stuff, and it always cracks me up about, man – the fucking 90s were wild when it came to music and all that shit. Like, every, like just the fuck. I think it was the most eclectic time for music. Yeah, it was. It was fucking amazing because it just, it like, pe- like now when they're like, yeah, he went number one, he sold 130,000 albums. Like, motherfucker, you had to sell like a million to go number one in like 98, 99. I would, like, I, I would say alternative music from like 91 all the way up to like 99 was good and then it and then it went into hip hop and like 99 hip hop into like 2005 was yeah. fucking oh. amazing. Oh yeah, it was that was that was the best time ever like it, 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 like 
I, I, I think like kind of what like you had grunge like in, in the rock music and stuff like kind of exploded in the early 90s and then corn showed up in like 94 and then that they brought like fucking new metal into the forefront so you had like grunge and fucking new metal and then you had like your like alternative bands like your then you had your Alanis set blowing up and all that shit and then you know and then you slowly started watching people like Jay-Z come to the forefront and all that stuff in hip hop and then and then you got fucking I mean, Jesus Christ, dude, you had fucking Jay-Z and then you had fucking DMX, which was like a fucking explosion. And then, I mean, goddamn, and I'm not a, I'm not a huge 50 cent guy, but then like you moving forward like that dude fucking hitting the market. Holy shit. That dude fucking dropped like a goddamn bomb on the planet when he came out. And that shit don't happen no more. Have you ever heard that story that Jay-Z told about um, DMX? No, no, uh, about 50 Cent in, uh, in the club. And he was talking, he was telling all the guys and at Rockefeller, he was telling like uh, Memphis Bleak and Beanie Oh, yeah, Siegel. they put all their shit. You better, and, and he's, you better get your stuff out now because once 50 hits, it's all over for you. It's nothing, but a, it's nothing going to be but an uphill battle Is that the for thing you. where he's talking to LeBron and all them? It might be because like it's, it almost seems like they're in a circle and shit. They're could, talking because that's be, the same yeah. thing where he told the story about the first time he went on tour with DMX, and uh, he said DMX came out before him. He said, you know, like he came yeah, out because Jay Z was the headliner. Yeah, and he said that DMX came out and did his whole like, Ugh, and he said, and I'm like watching, and the fucking crowd goes ape shit. They're going crazy. He walks out there, starts doing his stuff. He said the whole fucking crowd's exploding. He said they're going nuts. He goes, then this motherfucker does a prayer, and they all start crying. <laughs> And he's like, he goes, everybody's out there crying and all this shit. He goes, and then, then they're like, hey, Jay, you're on now. And he's like, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's like, that dude totally showed me up. And yeah. I, dude, I saw DMX live with the Rough Riders and Cash Money. Whole fucking show sucked except for that dude. That dude brought out a fuck. That's one of those things like people don't understand about concerts. It's like you can go see somebody who doesn't do hardly shit except for the fucking. They have this ability to project this fucking energy out to the crowd that just gets everybody fucking hyped up. And that dude fucking when he came out, that place fucking exploded. And it was awesome seeing it. I was glad I like, you know, after he died is one of those moments where I realized I'm really glad I got to see that dude. Uh, but the rest of the fucking show. Oh, so awful. Eve was sick, but she decided to perform anyway. So she's up there and she's like, oh, yeah, rapping like this and singing and shit. And her voice is all fucked up. What y'all really want? <laughs> it was fucking bad. But like in that whole fucking concert. Of course, I swear to God, every rap concert I went to, there was a fight right in the middle of the fucking show. People start throwing chairs at each other. They're all fighting down there. And I'm like, God damn. That's why I stopped going. I was like, this shit sucks. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I don't know if I've been to that many rap shows. I've, I went to a few down in uh, Lawrence at like the Granada and those smaller kind of venues and stuff. But most of the, most of the concerts I went to at the big venues were always rock shows. Or, or like the Horde Festival and all that kind of stuff. I, I had the most fun of all the stuff always at rock shows. It was great seeing the people who were at that shit or seeing the fucking crazy ass dudes moshing. And it's like, I'll, I, dude, I'll forever remember me and Travis getting separated at the Family, family Values concert. Oh, no. And we were there and a mosh pit broke out. And we were like, holy fuck, and ran for our lives to get away. Made it all the way to the back of the crowd where nobody was moshing. All of a sudden, boom, mosh pit. I'm like, holy fuck. Whole concert was just me running around trying to get away from mosh pits. Running from black holes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You didn't get sucked but in. But it was so fucking fun, man. Yeah. That shit. And then uh, I can't remember if it was Travis or it was my friend Doug when we went to Red Hot Chili Peppers and they fucking hated it because some dude barfed on the floor right in front of where they were and they couldn't get out of there. And it was just stinky and all fucking barfy and shit right there. Yeah, man. Those rock shows were pretty good, Todd. There was there was all so much funny stuff going around. The rock, oh, yeah. the rock shows were fun just because. No, I never went to the crazy ones like those, but they were always fun, especially at at Sandstone Amphitheater because you had the big grassy knoll, the big thing that went down the hill before the seats, and so many people just getting drunk and falling. Were down. Were you with us at Dave Matthews when everybody kept falling on the? That was right in front of me. Yeah. There, was, there was a hitch. In I can remember if that. Was well, it, it had rained before the show, and yeah. it was muddy, and there was like a step up kind of hitch right in front of us, and people were just wiping out because we we were like right. It was like right. Where people a path where people could get through back to their yep. spots on the on the grass, and there was just like this lump in the mud, and everybody was eating shit. The, and the best is when the guy had the full beard. Yes. He he tried to step forward, 
His foot hit that mud patch. He fell forward, and as he fell forward to catch himself, his beer, he just, his beer went up in the air, and he spilled it all oh, no, over his head. That's the dude, he caught himself, because he went backwards, and then he popped up and flew forward, and that's when the fucking the beer, beer went everywhere. all over his head. That shit, it was one of that my- That was so funny. I love that shit, and then I love, and I think I've told it on this podcast, one where the fucking, <laughs> when we were fucking at, uh, God, what, what was that? Was it the Foo Fighters and the Chili Peppers? I don't even remember. It was me and Matt. And the dude next to us had all these ushers down there helping him look for his cigarettes. This dude's wasted. He can't find him. He's looking for him. And then after like five minutes of these dudes all with flashlights and all that shit, this dude reaches up, puts his hand on his shirt pocket, and then he makes this like, oh, uh. they were in his shirt pocket the whole time. So we were cracking up at that shit. And then, dude, maybe about 20 minutes later, the chick that's with this guy who's right next to Matt leans over puts her shoulder on matt and just she doesn't throw up but just leans over right into like matt's chest and starts going <coughs> like that and we're me and the other dude that was there with him just started laughing because matt looks over at me like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> and we just started cracking up because it was like i thought this chick was for real gonna barf on him and i was like this is gonna be awesome <laughs> so you want to hear a funny story about thinking you'd lost something but it was but it was on your person uh I was at the casino. This was years ago, right? And it was, I think me and Steve had gone up there, and and I probably had a little too much to drink, right? And so I, I, so I got a beer, and I went to a, I went to a slot machine, and I sat down, and I was playing it. And, and so it, it was during the summer, I remember, because I was wearing shorts. Now, when I, I usually put my wallet in my in my right side uh, cargo pocket, right? So I can pat it and feel it all the time. You know, not yeah, that's my, what I do. Not in my back. That's what I used to do when I wore yeah, shorts. Not, yeah, not in my back pocket. So, so I, I'm at the slot machine and I, I, I pat, I kind of pat it. I just do it from time to time just for, you know, peace of mind. And it's not there. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, please don't tell me I like left it at the bar or did I sit it down by the slot and, that's a, that's a shitty feeling. and, Your whole and walk body away? So I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, so I get up and I'm like, man, what's going on? And like one of the tech guys comes over. He's like, you okay, man? I was like, dude, I lost my wallet somewhere, man. I can't find it. I was like, I know I didn't set it down, but maybe I did when I was getting money out to put in the machine. He's like, he's like, we'll help you find it. And another gal comes over and she's like a... Uh, I don't know. She's one of the ladies with the headset on, and she was like, and she was like, uh, "What's your name?" And I told her my name, and she's like, "We got a missing wallet. Uh, his name's Wesley Roush. She's on their headset, so then she's helping me find it. We're looking around all the slots, doing all this stuff. Somebody else comes over. There's like three of these texts looking around this whole island, right? And, and they're over on the side that I was at. And I was on the other side. I'll never forget this. And as I'm doing, I'm like, I cannot believe. How could I lose this? I pat my back pocket, and, uh-huh. it's, and it's there. And did I you pretend you found it. I did. <laughs> I did. I, I go got it. And they're like, Oh, where was it? And I said, It was here next to this one. I must have somehow pushed it through to the other side. And they're like, yeah. You know what? It happens. And I was like. Ooh, and they're like, they're like, well, we're glad we could help. And I was like, man, thank you so much for helping and all this stuff. I think I gave one of the texts like a ten dollar bill, man. And then I yeah. sat back down and I was like, <laughs> I better go find Steve. I think it's time to fucking go. <laughs> uh, that made me think about one time back when we had pagers, and yeah. uh, I had my pager, and uh, so we were at work. I was at Dairy Queen, and this there's fucking, and everybody can hear it, and we're all like, what the fuck is that? So I'm like, it sounds like it's coming from the back. So we walk to the back and we're all like looking around, dude, like there's like five people all walking around like, where the fuck is this? And no matter where I went, we were like, it's over here. We can hear it. We're all walking everywhere. We're looking, we're doing whatever. And the only reason I realized I'm a fucking dumbass is I picked something up and I noticed when I picked it up, the sound got louder. So I was like something like I knew the sound was reflecting off of what I picked up. So I was like, wait a minute. Uh... And I got in my pocket. Battery was dying, so it was just going. So, oh. so for like an hour, dude, we were all Did walking it was like around. Like a smoke alarm or something, or we didn't know what it was. Yeah. So for like a fucking hour, everybody's walking around. They were so fucking mad at me because it was the whole time we're like, "It's over here!" No, it's over here. It was everywhere I went because <laughs> it was in my fucking pocket. <laughs> That's great. Because I had no idea fucking people would just do that. I was like, I had just, no idea. Would just die. Yeah, I thought it just wouldn't work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was like, oh, I'm so stupid. 
good times. God, we were all so stupid back then. I think we still are stupid. Oh, no, that's that's what you're talking about like that. You don't think so. You agree. No, no, I no, I agree 100%. <laughs> we're still stupid. People probably listen to I, the show. It's like, oh, no, you're still dumb. No, 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 100%. Uh, like, I tell Miranda's girls, I tell my girls the same thing, because, like, uh, her daughter Sally's always saying, boys are just so stupid. And I said, I'm just going to clue you in on something. We don't ever stop being stupid. I was like, you just figure out how much stupid you can tolerate. We That's are, all there is to it. We are so dumb. I'll never forget years ago. Um, uh, we me, wear you down. Me and uh, me and Adam were, were, we were all, me, Adam, and Robin, and a few other people were hanging out in the basement. Or, or no, maybe it was at their old house. Anyway, it, it doesn't matter. We were hanging out and we are listening to uh, Sugarland. And and there's, and there's a part she talks about getting down on her knees and you know when like you listen to rock music back in the day, there's all these sexual innuendos or under the table, you know, phrases that stand for something else and that. And then me and Adam are like, like, I'm a goddess on my knees. Yeah, and yeah, song yeah, bitch. yeah. And then like, uh, yeah. And then me and Adam are like thinking about not even taking it into the context that they were that that uh, uh, Jennifer Nettles was singing uh, was singing uh-huh. about. But uh, but we were just immediately like because we're dudes and we're dumb. We're like. Maybe she's talking about blowing someone to get ahead, and Robin's like, "You guys are fucking idiots." She's talking about praying, and we're like, "Oh yeah, that that makes perfect sense." Serious man, I, I think what happens is is that we we just wear women down, and they eventually have to realize that they, they there's just a certain amount of stupid they can tolerate, and they just find the one that, yeah. that only gets to that point. Yeah, I guess that dumbass. My wife there. can tolerate an immense amount of stupid. Yeah. I I like I, I dude, I shit you not, man. Uh. I, I don't get it. Like I, we, me and my boss at work make jokes all the time about how our wives are fucking dumb. We found dumbass women because for some reason they stick with us even through all the crazy and all the dumb shit we do. I don't get it. I, I don't. I, I it's like it's just like when you, it, like I don't get women anyway because like I I like I talked to a lady one time and she was talking she's gay and she was talking about stuff and I said no I get it I totally get it I don't understand how women look at any dude and go mm, I want some of that because I look at dudes and I'm like we're fucking gross yeah we're gross <laughs> I'm like, we are definitely gross uh, I'm like so it does not surprise me there's uh, women are like I'll just be with women <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I don't blame them <laughs> I get it yeah I, I get it I, no all right. Where are, we at, where are we at on time? Uh, about 52 minutes in. All right. You got anything else you want to talk about? No, or? I think we should save stuff for other stuff. Or That's we... probably good. We didn't go into anything we wanted to. No, we didn't. Man, I... we really just we just bullshitted our we, way through this we one. We talked about 12-year-olds, and that was the only thing I have on my list. And it led all the way into adolescence, high school, <laughs> yeah. and then us growing up. Yeah. Into adults, the coming of age podcast. I'm not going to lie. I was stressed out before you came over about, I got nothing. And, and now we got it. now we got something. Yeah, we did something out of nothing. Good, uh, good on us. Let's change the name from American Zero to something out of nothing. <laughs> Are you down? No, no, no. no. It's, I'm still fine with American Zero quarterly. Of, <laughs> yeah, quarterly is good. You check out American Zero quarterly. What is it? It's like stock tips. Yeah. No, no, it's a dumb podcast. No, it comes out. <laughs> Every yeah. three months. But you, you read it in the Wall Street Journal, right? No, no, no. I saw this shit in Mad Magazine. <laughs> Is that even a thing? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I know they stopped doing Cracked. I think that stopped. They stopped doing the magazine anyway. Yeah. I used to read the shit out of that as a kid. Really? Yeah, Cracked. Yeah. The only thing I remember is Mad Magazine Spy versus Spy. I used to like that quite a bit. I, I, the only thing I ever remember from Cracked when I was a kid is the one joke where the guy was lifting this thing up and, it, and, the, and the caption said, this guy's going to try to lift a thousand pounds of steroids without steroids. And as a kid, I was like, haha, funny. Then as I get older, I was like, so true. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like for, that would be a feat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Okay. Anyway, well, uh, stay clean, stay focused. And don't get dead.